0: You are listening to The Bible Speaks to You podcast. This is episode 80. This week, we're going to be talking about how to deal with missed opportunities that God has given us. Stay tuned. Welcome to The Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm James Early. This is the place to explore and rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week, we take a fresh look at the Bible and dig down beneath the surface of things to the deep spiritual meaning and see how we can apply it in our daily lives to learn how to pray more effectively, experience the healing presence of God in your life, and begin to get a taste of what Jesus meant when he promised us that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, let's jump right in. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm so grateful you tuned in today. And as you're listening, think of someone who might really appreciate the message in today's episode. We're talking about how to deal with missed opportunities that God has given us. Let me first set the stage with a modern-day parable. Here in the United States, it's springtime, and things are starting to warm up. The plants are starting to grow. For the last several months, I've been actively planning my garden. I ordered seeds back in January. I made some drawings of my garden beds to help me decide when and where to plant things. And several weeks ago, I planted some tomato and pepper seeds inside in little pots. They've actually started to sprout. They're about three inches tall. And I also started some onions, leeks, and shallots, along with various herbs inside. And I've even started to plant some things out in the garden already. Lettuce, sugar snap peas, carrots, arugula, and beets. And in a few weeks, it'll be warm enough to plant things like squash and cucumbers and set out the pepper and tomato plants. The weather is warming up, and I'll be able to get all my garden planted. In my garden, things are starting to grow and bud out. The raspberry bushes, the peach trees are covered with beautiful pink flowers. It's a wonderful time of year. We're going to talk specifically about the three peach trees in my yard. All right now, I can hear you wondering... James, this is all interesting, but what do your garden and your peach trees have to do with missed opportunities from God? Well, just stay with me a bit here, and I think you'll see where I'm taking this. I love fresh peaches. I can remember as a child in my grandpa's backyard, picking a fresh peach. It was still warm from the sun, standing right there, biting into that juicy, wonderful peach. And the juice just dripping all the way down to my elbow. There is nothing like that, let me tell you. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have peach trees in my yard. It's such a wonderful memory. And every summer, it's a wonderful day when that first peach is ripe and ready to eat. And it always amazes me how three peach trees can produce so many peaches. And because there's so many, there's really no way to eat them all fresh. We eat as many as we can right off the tree or bake with them, but often we cut them up and freeze them and use them all winter long and we give some away. But invariably, there are some that we don't get to soon enough. They get too ripe and they fall to the ground and rot. And I should also mention that sometimes there are green peaches that aren't ripe that fall to the ground. So, what do I do with the unripe peaches on the ground and the ones that are rotten? I rake them up and put them in my compost pile. Now that it's spring again and I see all the peach blossoms, it got me to thinking how fruitful my peach trees have been over the years. And it reminds me of that passage in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23 that talks about the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, the King James says, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Think of those wonderful fruits of the Spirit. And just as my fruit trees are prolific in producing peaches the Holy Spirit is prolific in producing these spiritual fruits. This fruit of the Spirit is not the result of human will, human effort, personal opinions, or self-anointed spiritual-mindedness, or self-appointed spiritual authority. It's not the product of man-made or man-approved theological dogmas, ceremonies, rituals, any of that kind of stuff. Just as the fruit of a peach tree must be a peach, the fruit of the Spirit must be spiritual. It comes directly from God, not from man. The ultimate reason that a peach tree produces a peach is to reproduce itself through the pits inside the peaches, the seeds. Well, that's the same thing with the fruits of the Spirit. Everybody loves to talk about the fruit of the Spirit. There are books and sermons and podcasts and blog posts and all kinds of things telling about the fruit of the Spirit. But the focus is usually on how we need to have more of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. I've never heard anyone talk about the seeds inside that fruit. But just as the peach has a seed, so do the fruits of the Spirit. Think about this for a minute. When God causes the fruit of love to grow in your heart, there's a seed in that love that will grow and bear more love in the future. Because when you plant love in your heart or in someone else's heart, that makes more love grow. When patience reigns in you and you are patient with a friend, that seed of patience gets planted right there in the middle of things you're not just sharing the fruit of patience with another person you're also giving them a seed which will grow and produce more patience in them haven't you ever been blessed when someone was patient with you it helped you be more patient that's the seed of patience sprouting and growing in your life and then that helps you plant those seeds in someone else this is true with all nine fruits of the spirit each one has a seed within itself to perpetuate eternally the availability of this fruit. It's reproducing itself. It's always coming fresh and new. Take a minute to think about how God, in giving you the fruit of the Spirit, has also planted the seeds of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and self-control in you and in others. Some years my peach trees have so much more fruit than other years. This is true sometimes with the fruit of the Spirit. In some seasons of our lives, the fruit of the Spirit is so abundant, we can't help but share it freely with everyone possible. When I have a bumper crop of peaches and have eaten and preserved as many as I can for future use, there's always a special joy that comes in sharing with others. If you have an abundance of good in your life and feel the overflow of God's gifts of the Spirit, it's only natural to share this joy with others. But there's some questions that I think we have to ask ourselves. Have you ever felt like God poured out so many blessings on you, has given you such abundant fruits of the Spirit, but you just couldn't take it all in? Maybe you haven't nurtured and taken advantage of the fruits of the Spirit as much as you should have, or. Maybe you didn't realize something was a gift from God until much later. Or maybe you missed opportunities that God sent your way and they sort of slipped through your fingers. Or maybe you reacted too quickly or waited too long when God presented an opportunity, a blessing, or a guidance, and it wasn't there anymore. There have been a lot of times in my life, way too many to count, when I really didn't follow God's leadings. And I lost an opportunity to bless someone or do something good for myself. There have been other times when I've been so enthusiastic to accomplish something that God has given me that I acted prematurely and I made a mess of things. That's kind of like going out to the peach tree and peeling back the petals of a peach blossom when it's still a bud before it's ready to bloom and then expecting to end up with a nice, tasty piece of fruit. It just doesn't work that way. That's what happens when you act too soon, but you can't go and pick the rotten peaches off the ground and put them in a serving bowl on your dining room table for your family or your friends either. That's waiting too long. And sometimes that's what we do with the fruits of the Spirit. We wait too long to put them into practice in our lives with the opportunities God gives us. There's another part of this metaphor with the peach tree sometimes the wind knocks a few peaches to the ground while they're still green. Those aren't much good either. So sometimes we act prematurely, but sometimes there are other influences that cause the fruit to fall on the ground before it's ripe to pick. Sometimes there are things going on in our lives that seem to take away the fruits of the Spirit before they're ripe and ready to use in our lives. When some of the peaches fall off the trees before they're ripe or when they're overripe, it feels like you're wasting all this potential fruit, all these things you could make with fresh peaches or preserve and use for later. It just seems so wasteful. And it happens with the fruits of the Spirit as well. When you don't take advantage of all the gifts that God has given you and the opportunities, it kind of feels like those rotten peaches on the ground. You've wasted Those opportunities. But you know what I did with all those rotten peaches that fell on the ground? I raked them up and put them in the compost pile. I did the same thing with the unripe fruit that fell from the trees because of high winds. So all the unripe and all the overripe fruit went into the compost pile, and in the end, it did not go completely to waste. As soon as I put them in the compost pile, that decomposition process started of turning the unripe and the overripe fruit into fertilizer for the next growing season. So I got to thinking about the compost pile as a metaphor. It never ceases to amaze me how the garden provides all these metaphors for life and spirituality. Just as happens with the underripe and overripe peaches, if we Harvest the fruit of the Spirit too soon or too late when we miss an opportunity that God gives us. Yes, it's unfortunate, but it's not the end of the world. I think it's important to be grateful for all the opportunities that God has given you that you have embraced and acted upon. You've probably done more of that than you give yourself credit for. But when you don't connect with all the gifts of the Spirit that God has given you, You can put these unripe and spoiled opportunities into your spiritual compost pile. Think about Peter for just a minute. He certainly had many gifts of the Spirit, but he didn't always use them when he should have. When Jesus was on trial just before the crucifixion, Peter denied he even knew Jesus three times. When he realized what he had done, he was devastated think of how peter might have felt after the resurrection when he saw jesus of course he was overjoyed that jesus was alive but but i think in the back of his mind he was thinking oh my gosh you know i denied him 3 times will he ever forgive me i don't know that i can deal with that peter definitely had some spoiled opportunities there he had the opportunity to be faithful to jesus but he blew it But the beautiful thing about this experience is Jesus helped Peter put that experience into his spiritual compost pile, so to speak. He gave Peter the opportunity to reaffirm his love and faithfulness. Don't you think that Peter was much stronger because of that experience? I think he learned from his weakness and his mistakes, and it made him stronger Just like when you put the rotten peaches in the compost pile, they decompose and they become nourishment for the garden. Let's think about how this can apply to us. Say you just lost your temper with someone. Of course, you know you don't want to do that, but it happens sometimes. Try to bring a little love to the situation. When someone else, for the second or third time, gets the promotion at work instead of you, and you're feeling depressed, Dig around in your spiritual compost pile for a little more joy. When all the petty dramas of life run rampant and you just lost your cool, find a quiet place to regain your peace. The next time you want to criticize someone, find somewhere in that spiritual compost pile a decomposed previous experience and the lessons learned from it and find some gentleness. And instead of getting even with someone when they did something bad to you, do something good to them. When all the waves of life crash in, hold tight to your faith. Be faithful. Instead of acting prideful in a situation, learn from those past experiences when you were full of pride and let meekness rule in your heart. And when other people are doing things that kind of are tempting you to do things you know you don't want to and maybe you have in the past you've gone along with someone, find those lessons learned from those previous experiences to use some self-control so you'll make a better choice this time. And whatever happens, you'll always have a new opportunity to express more patience. You're going to find those qualities in your spiritual compost pile. Oh, I know it's easy to say all this stuff. Sometimes we actually do what we're supposed to and use all these gifts of the Spirit, but sometimes we mess up. But if you haven't lived up to your highest ideals, learn from your shortcomings. Put them in that spiritual compost pile. Let these mistakes break down into their primal elements of love, humility, and your desire to do what's right. Learn those hard lessons That's all part of that composting process. And if you know anything about a compost pile, it can heat up. It can get pretty hot in there. That's part of the process. It may not be the most comfortable experience, but it is a healthy, wholesome process going on because God is making you stronger and purifying you. And in a future season, you can apply a healthy amount of this spiritual compost to new opportunities. And it's going to nurture your spiritual growth. When I take compost and put it around my fruits and vegetables in the garden, they taste better and I get a lot more produce. When you take the spiritual compost from the lessons you've learned and the spiritual purification process that God has brought you through, Your life will be so much more fruitful. You will be able to use the fruits of the Spirit more effectively in your life. So, the next time it seems like you've missed an opportunity that God has given you, you haven't used the talents and abilities and the fruits of the Spirit that He's given you, it's not the end of the world. Take them and put them in your spiritual compost pile. Learn the lessons from those experiences and let God work in you and break down those mistakes, all the things that are not good rot away. And all that's left is God's love for you. And when you apply that spiritual progress and God's love to whatever you do, you're going to have an abundant crop of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate you being here. We're still working on our prayer project, 21 Ways to Obey Christ in 2021. This is week number 16. The Bible verse this time and the command that Jesus gave us that we're working to obey is from Luke 19 verse 5. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. Now, you may not feel that this command applies to you because you're not Zacchaeus. But let's see how it can apply. Zacchaeus wanted to get a better view of Jesus. He was short and he couldn't see over the crowd, so he climbed up in the sycamore tree to see him. Do you want to get a better view of Jesus? When Jesus tells Zacchaeus to hurry and come down, he doesn't really give him time to think about it. He just wants him to come down quickly. Jesus basically invites himself over to Zacchaeus's house. How is Christ commanding you to come quickly to him? How can we obey this command this week? Think about how this applies to your life. Can you hear the Christ saying to you, come to me and I will come to you? something to think and pray about. So those are just a few things to think about. I don't know what the verse means to you or how you might think about obeying that command to come down quickly, but it's something we're going to pray about together this week. So enjoy that, and I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about it. And by the way, if you're new to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. And would like to have a complete list of the 21 ways to obey Christ in 2021, go to thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 065. That was episode number 65 when we started this project. You'll see a couple of links there. You can download either a one page version of the list or a three page more detailed list. Of the 21 ways to obey Christ in 2021. Just click the link and then check your download folder and then print it out and put it on your refrigerator or wherever is convenient. And then join us in praying about this each week. And if you want to catch up on the ones that you missed, that would be great. I have two more quick announcements. The first one is actually a request. I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review for me. On podchaser.com. That's P O D C H A S E R.com. I'll put the link in the show notes for this episode, or you can go directly to podchaser.com and search for The Bible Speaks to You, and then leave a review for the podcast. The second announcement is to let you know that I taught the first part of a two part class called Praying with the Mindset of Jesus. It went really well. It was two hours on Saturday afternoon. Part two is this coming Saturday afternoon, April 24th. I'd like to thank all of you who did attend, but if you didn't sign up for it, there's still time to because they're recording it and those recordings will be available for a whole year at prayerfulliving.com. I'll put all that information in the show notes for today. And if you happen to be listening to this episode much later, from April 24th, 2021, you can still go to prayerfulliving.com and access the recordings. The recordings of the class will be available even if you weren't able to make it live. And I'll put the link to sign up in the show notes, which you can find at Bible speaks to youcom forward slash zero eight zero as always I'd love to hear from you if you have any comments or questions about today's episode or anything about the Bible or if you need a little extra spiritual support please reach out to me the best way is to go to the website the speaks to youcom and click on the contact tab fill out your name and email and your question, or your comment, and I'll be in touch. If you're new to the Bible Speaks to You podcast or haven't yet subscribed, please subscribe. Go to the website, thebiblespeaks2you.com. Click on the podcast tab. You'll see a little form there. Just fill out your name and email, and you're all set. As a special thank you, when you subscribe, I'll send you a prayer guide called Praying with the mindset of Jesus. Just click on the link I send you in the welcome email, and then check your download folder. I didn't have too many Bible verses this week, but I will put the ones that I quoted in the show notes. You can find those at thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 080. Once again, I want to thank you so much for listening and being supportive of the Bible Speaks to You podcast. A lot of people have asked me, James, how can I be supportive? Well, the best way is to share this podcast with others, people that you think might appreciate the message here. And if you are so inclined, you can also support the podcast through a financial contribution to help cover the weekly and monthly expenses for producing the Bible Speaks to You podcast. If you go to the website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com, all the way at the bottom in the footer, there's a PayPal donate button. I want to thank you so much for your support. And I'm just so grateful for you for being here, for listening, for engaging with the ideas. I love hearing from you and learning how these ideas make a difference in your life. That's it for this week. Thanks again so much for listening. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week. Take care. We'll see you next time. God bless.